congratulations. congratulations. You're listening to Congratulations Pine Tree, the base number one arts and culture podcast with me, Kate Rhodes. And me, Maysoon Wazwaz. We're doing a rare morning recording this week. Maysoon, should we just go on winter break for December? When are you back? What if we come? I don't know when I'm coming back. Wait, you don't have a ticket return? <laughs> I do. I have a return ticket to Newark, and then I'm not sure what how I'm getting home. Oh my God, Kate! I hate flying. I know, I know you hate flying. Are you feeling good about? Are you? T- you're doing some breathing and some heavy mantras and. No, you saw. I'm not. I'm just, are you feeling better about having gone to try to see the beavers? Like, did you feel like that was going to help you? No, because I didn't see the beavers. But you were in their habitat and you knew they were there. So yeah, you, do were, you think that you they were knew paying, I was there? You were paying respects to the beaver, and I think they I know did. that. Yeah, they knew. Let that. me tell the listeners. Okay, listeners, tell the listeners. Uh, for the beaver moon that just happened, there was a full moon, uh, the longest lunar eclipse of our lifetime, right? Uh, I think of our lifetime, yeah. Unless there's some baby who's going to live for like 300 years who was just born, right? You never know. You just never know. And uh, it was a beaver moon. I forget why it was a beaver moon, but I went to the Fairfield beaver area, Laurel Creek, where the beavers are as we mentioned earlier on the show <laughs> and but it was cloudy so it was pitch dark yeah i couldn't see the moon and i couldn't see the beavers but did you get out of the car and go for a little walkie walk oh yeah no dude but the thing is it's in a neighborhood so i was like ee yeah i feel like it's weird to do that at night when you're in the neighborhood cuz people are going to be like there's someone creeping around my neighborhood. And there's like oh, motion no. detector lights everywhere. <laughs> oh we thought we were going to get zodiac Yeah, exactly. Or just plain out killed. Well, well that's zodiac. what zodiac is. <laughs> I guess I wasn't thinking serial killer. I was thinking more like Karen freaking out kind of a thing. Uh oh. Ooh, breakfast is ready. Okay, bre- I'm making breakfast, actively making breakfast while recording. Okay, Maysoon, tell me what's going on at the Caddest. Okay, yeah, so I just... Is the, it actually the Caddest? I call it Caddest. I don't really know how it's pronounced, and I think it's probably We've just fine that way. We've been doing this show since 2014, <laughs> and we'll never know how you're supposed to say that. The I, name feel like, of that I just feel like I've heard some people call it Caddest. I think it's actually Cadis because I think that Why? Amy Franceschini told me that once, and I what think does she, she know? really knew because she was dear friends with Helena Keefe, who was married to Joseph Del Pesco, who was a director once. Uh-huh. Okay, so it looks I'm like- running water. Oh my god, Kate, that's okay. I think my whole room is vibrating from like the vents from the cookie shop vents, mm. so it might be a whole sound experiment this episode. <laughs> Okay, go ahead. Are you like intentionally, do you have the mic in the water? It sounded so nice. I did. Just then I did, yeah. Okay, so it looks like uh, Caddest has a new director, um, which is cool. His name is Joey Tang. Um, Let's see. Uh, I don't know if I'm saying that right, because the way that it's spelled is J-O hyphen E-Y. So maybe it's Joe E. Maybe you want to say it. I don't know. Anyhow, Joe E. We apologize. Wait, Maysoon, we got to do all our disclaimers and apologies and stuff. Okay, one. So we want to, number one, apologize for any mispronunciations of names or any proper nouns or words that we don't know how to pronounce. It's funny because the person who sent me this link or sent us this link is someone who also earlier this week posted about people 
getting their names right. <laughs> oh, fuck. What? And I, well, and I was like, yeah, bitch, that's fucking right. Like when you're on a panel or when you're somewhere where someone has to fucking say your name publicly, like, hey, people. Uh, but do we're your... saying names publicly. I know. I'm laughing at myself for that fucking oh, reason. Oh, we're doing it wrong. Listen, there's a new director at the Caddist, okay? <laughs> we also have to say that we're speaking on our own behalf and not as representatives Never of any as representation or government or department institution department other people whatever you never got. we're never speaking should on we say of anything else? else i also want to say that this podcast and this episode and every other episode is an art project and yes. has all the legal protections that that entails yes <laughs> we are not okay, a true source ahead. of journalism or news ever no, and, or even a podcast. It's not a podcast. It's an art project. Okay, go ahead, Mason. <laughs> okay, perfect. There is a new director at Caddest. It was uh, announced uh, one hour ago on Instagram. Oh, cool. wow. I believe their name is Joe E. Tang. Um, and here there's a statement where the, the new director says, I am honored to join a dedicated team at Caddis San Francisco, building on the knowledge of the organization's dynamic global network and collection and bringing together artists, artworks, and the public. So Caddis is celebrating its 20th anniversary and a decade in San Francisco, which I had no idea. That seems like That's so long, wild. right? Let's see. The new director shares its mission in activating global conversations, amplified by the artists in, in, the, in its extraordinary and growing collection, Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to just like cruise on. They go on to say, having grown, having grown up in Hong Kong and then in Oakland. Oh, so local. Yay. I'm especially invested in the arts and culture ecology of San Francisco Bay Area and look forward to bridging neighborhoods and cultures and expanding access and audiences to contemporary art. Uh, Tang was, was arts editor of Brooklyn-based literary journal N Plus One from 2009 to 2014. Oh, wow. Jeez. Yeah. Curator at Palais de Tokyo in Paris in 2014 and 2015. Director of exhibitions at Beeler Gallery at Columbus College of Art and Design in Ohio. What? I am in a show there right now. I'm in a show right now okay. at that well, He space. was there from 2017 everybody, to 2020. So he was just recently there. Everybody go if you're in the Ohio area, especially over the holidays. Yeah. Everybody, because I know everyone's going home to Ohio for the holidays. Everyone's going home to Ohio. Anyhow, so you have some things to talk about to this new director, Joe E. Tang. Um, wow. It's wild that CCAD, the little art school that I went to in Columbus, Ohio, you know, where we had like, uh, you know, our cafeteria for our main dorm of that was like seated like 15 people. <laughs> oh, amazing. <laughs> okay. That's not Teensy, exactly tinsy. true. They've grown, they've grown a lot since I left. Okay. Yeah, but it was a tiny little school, and we've had a lot of really good people come through it. Cool. Well, this this is probably one of them, so I'm excited to meet them. That's the new news, the new the newest, the latest one hour ago news that I can tell you about, listeners. Wow, Mason, you really brought it. <laughs> we're really, we're really jamming yeah. on it. If you have any anecdotes about Joey, any special news you want to send us about how excited you are about this new director. What or anything else. You tell us. Give us a call. 419-351-6606. Or you can tweet us at Pine Tree Podcast. Or you can send us an email. Congratulations, Pine Tree at gmail.com. And I want to remind listeners that we are having our ongoing turkey 
sighting contest yes. of a lot if you see a live turkey this is not related to any holiday but simply our appreciation of wild birds so send us your turkey pictures we actually got one i know that i was so excited to actually get one i was like holy shit tell us about what it a Kate. momentous uh, it was an absolutely momentous occasion we got a, a contestant sent in a picture with three turkeys so right now that's the one to beat yeah and sure enough we never set a deadline for this <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's by jan like by the end of december and then the, the... no i think we should just let it rip <laughs> Just keep going. So every once in a while we announce that we're having, the competition is continuing. Well, because if we keep going into spring, maybe somebody will see a baby turkey. (gasps) Oh, I feel like that's going to be really hard to spot, don't you think? Have you seen a baby turkey before? Well, and you don't want to get between a a mother turkey and her baby. You never want to get between a mother and their baby, period. Of any type. Baby turkeys are also pretty intensely aggressive with you. And yeah, turkeys in general. So really be careful out there, people. And again, we take no responsibility. (laughs) Don't come at us if you get hurt. You know, this could be a good time for you to like, um, go do the go to like through the time machine to your story about meeting a turkey at the headlands. My friend Barbara came and met me because I was having an interview for the graduate fellowship at the Headlands. My friend Barbara, who lives over on that side of the bay, came and met me to keep me company while I was nervous. Sure enough, there was a wild turkey down there, kind of like if you're walking from the main buildings over to the basketball court, like down the hill there. Yeah. And she saw this turkey. She's like, turkeys are so stupid. And I'm like, dude, no, this is a wild turkey. Like, watch out. They're vicious. And she was like, no way. And she walked right up to it. And sure enough, it puffed up huge and oh then flew. God. It flew at her. Oh, my God. Her like laughed at her. And I'm like, <laughs> at the time, I was like, man, watch out for the beak because it'll bite you. But right. you really got to watch out for the claws. So we took Ooh, off running. Good point. We took off running like bats out of hell. Yep. Sure enough, I really bombed that interview. Because <laughs> you had all the I could interview talk afterwards? about was the turkey. Oh, I was my God. Kate. Totally uh, shell shocked. You needed to be like sitting in the car, like with an eye mask on. For like until the interview, and then after the interview is when you can go out and hang with the turkeys. <laughs> exactly. Oh, that must exactly. have been very charming, though. No, Brian Carl was really annoyed with me. Oh, he was. He was like, "Listen, this is a serious opportunity. Get it together," kind of a thing. Yes, Ooh. basically, yes. <laughs> Fuck. Oh. Okay. And so then, watch did the turkey out for chase that. you guys or anything? Did it like kind of come? For yes, you it for a little chased bit? the hell out of us. We had to run up a flight of stairs. The stairs up to the front of the main building, you know? What do you think it would have done if it caught you? Would it have just, like, barked at you or would have actually tried to tear you to shreds? Have we seen a turkey attack? I would have had to hide my wounds, you know, and just been, like, openly bleeding, (laughs) you know? You would have had, like, a a torn shirt with, like, a scratch on your face and been like, hi, everything's totally fine. How are you doing? Yeah, my guts are hanging out (laughs) and I'm just like... Well, this is slide five. Have- this is what I was working on for my thesis. Oh my, god. oh, my God. This is kind of hysterical. I feel like I feel like that should be a costume. Like the artist the, going for an interview be, having been attacked. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's a fun one. 
That's a little one you have to. You have like your thumb with. drive on you, and you're like, or it's like on a on a chain around your neck. sorry i know halloween has passed but you know it's never too late to think about good costume ideas i feel like um well me in particular because we my the place where i work which i'm not representing at all in this particular podcast i'm just talking (laughs) as an individual (laughs) we had to go back to work in person kate you're making so much fucking noise I know I'm going to edit it all out. <laughs> Are you making tater tots? I'm making kale. We had to go back to work in person a couple days a week um, starting in November. We recently had an opening that went really well. And I feel like I'm at this point now where I'm sort of re- re-engaging back in the world. And it's kind, yeah, of, you are. it's kind of making me reevaluate. I feel like I'm at this, at this phase where I'm like not interested in like bullshit. Uh, not that I ever was. <laughs> not like before when you well, loved bullshit. I just mean like, you know how the art world can be. I feel like there's so much pretension and and stuff that just makes us all feel so uncomfortable and off and awful a lot of the time. I think I'm really leaning leaning out of that scene or trying to lean way out. Like, okay, uh, how do you do that? I don't want to do that anymore. Like, just kind of like, I don't want to do that anymore. I don't want to. I don't want to encourage that. I'm not interested in that. I want people just to be like. Can we just be real and friendly with one another? Do we have to be putting on all these airs a lot, all, a lot of the time? Which doesn't happen. Okay, in a how lot do of you scenes. do it? I don't know. I think because <clears throat> I think a lot of people that you know, I think nobody would say they want to be part of that. You know, know, but it's sometimes it's kind of inevitable. I know. I am still working it out. I had an interaction that I was like, you know, that felt shitty. I don't want to do that anymore. Uh, I think I'm just sort of like kind of cutting, maybe it's like not cutting people out of your life, but just sort of like not investing in relationships or in people that behave badly. You know what I mean? Uh, can we get a little hype at the, can we do a role play? We can't. <laughs> you can. <laughs> just an imaginary role play? Uh, no, because it's I'll too fresh. I'll be the bad guy. Oh, it's fresh? It's too fresh for me. I Are can't, they going to know that we're talking about I this? think so. So I have to be, I can't, it's tricky. I'll tell you about it afterwards. Well, but may soon, we need to give specific advice to stop the system. Okay. Okay. So if you go to a gallery and someone um, like cuts you in line, let's say you're waiting in line. There's a line? I don't see. I don't know. I'm so bad at this. Um <laughs> Okay, let's okay, just Kate. meet at a... Wait, wait, wait. I got it. What's the let's situation? Let's just meet, yeah. okay? I'm the bad one, okay? Okay. Okay. You're a curator. Oh. Or whatever. You're, okay? I'm just an art goer, let's say. I'm at a gallery. You're just a rando at an art show. I'm a rando But you're part of the show. art community. Okay, I'm part of the art community, and I'm a rando. Right. So you're a known not A known unknown. <laughs> oh, God. Donald Rumsfeld? Okay. I'm Donald um, Rumsfeld. <laughs> No! Go back to your grave! Go back to your grave! I'm back, I'm back. I'm no longer Donald Rumsfeld. It would be kind of nice if Donald Rumsfeld came back as a zombie because no one could fault you for, like, (laughs) For, like, really wanting to... (laughs) I have to bleep that. I'm bleeping all that. You probably should, yeah. Okay, 
Okay, okay we're Mason. at a gallery. Hey, Mittens McCoy, really good to see you. Yeah, you too. Hey, are you still doing that podcast? I Oh, shit. Yep, we're still doing it. We're off the cuff, and we do our own thing. Sure are oh, doing it. Oh, that's cool. I haven't, I kind of stopped listening, oh. you know, because. Yeah, that's okay. It's not you for know, everyone. Who can listen to anything? But um, <laughs> so, what are you up to these days? Are oh. you still like in the arts, or do you live here anymore? <laughs> uh, I'm standing before 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 I'm standing before you. So uh, I do still live here. Not that that's always <laughs> the case. And I am still working in the arts. I know the pandemic's been quite a long time, but still doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, still working at the mm-hmm. gallery. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How about cool, you? Are you cool. still in the arts? Are you still practicing? <laughs> you know me. I'm the director of the San Francisco Highlight of All Time Association. Oh, you're still doing that job. I see. Okay. Well, that sounds wow, great. Mason, you really came back with, with the exact same energy. You really like... You really see, like did I Aikido on it. I don't know if I should do that, though. I think maybe I should just be like, great to see you. Bye. Well, I have to say I made a song a little a few weeks ago about how you should never ask an artist if they're still making art. And I just want to go oh, ahead and so play good. that now because I yes, had cut it out so. of the show the last time I tried You did to not. It oh, it's so yeah, good. If you see an artist while they're out and about, don't ask them. Okay, Mason, you were really let's let's reverse roles and you be the problem person and I'll be how I genuinely am in these situations. Okay, I the problem person isn't going to say hi to you. <laughs> just FYI. well, that would be great. Then I'll just avoid them. Well, no, you say you come up to them and be like, "Hi, how's it going?" I never start talking to somebody what? I don't know or think is a problem person. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> really? Okay, well maybe that's maybe that's maybe that's the answer then. Oh, yeah. If you know or think someone is a problem person in whatever way. If someone's going to be mean just, to you. Just ignore them. Don't talk to them. Yeah. Absolutely. That sounds good. But it, I mean, if they talk, if they come to you, you probably want to be cordial or whatever. But I mean, depending on how evil they are, if they're just straight up evil, then. Well, no one's just straight up evil. There. And that's the problem. That's the hard thing about about this situation. That no one's just going to be like, a, hey, you're a bitch. Right, we're just talking about dick bag. Could you imagine if there was someone who was in the art world who was just like punching people? It's like a way to just say coming hi. In. Oh. <laughs> God, that is awful. I didn't think about that. That's like, hey, Kate, what the fuck? No, that just, I just wouldn't think, happen. Okay, but you be the problem person and you come to me. Hey, nice shoes. <laughs> oh my God. Hi, how are you? Good to see you. Yeah. Whatever. My cats have lunch together always at the same time every day. Oh, well, cats are cute. <laughs> Do you have a cat? I have a cat. That's cute. It's What's old. your cat's name? Oh, that that's okay. My, I have an old cat. His name is Franklin. Oh, do you have a picture? You know, this is a good one because I think cats are like the great equalizer, huh? I'm telling you, pets, just don't talk about art. Don't talk just about the art only world. only talk about cats. Okay. Talk about pets. cats. Talk about cats, family, <clears throat> food. Done deal. I'm going to I'm gonna put that one right in my front pocket. 
I'm telling you, it gets really everything to a low. It brings the boiling down to a low simmer. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you get caught off guard, though. What do you, and you just bring up, say, you get caught off guard and you go, cats! You just like yell, cats? Yeah, just scream cats and then run in the then corner run. with your arms flying around. <laughs> Flailing! Oh my God, yeah. I can't wait to try that one. People okay, are really going to be like, Maysoon has really gone in a new direction. <laughs> <laughs> See, but it's interesting that you say like when we did the ro- when we did the role play where you were the asshole, and I just came mm-hmm. back at you with the same bullshit energy. I don't want to do that. Is what I'm also trying to say. I don't want to mm-hmm. even but engage I liked in that. It. I thought it was cool. Yeah, but it's kind of just like it's still. I don't know. I don't want to do that. I want to try to just be like I don't know. I'm trying to remove negativity, and I feel like That's doing good. that is like is still doing the negative thing. I don't know. I'm. I think I'm just like. I'm still navigating this new, the new post-pandemic world. And I, I think this is one, one area where I'm like, you know, I just don't want to do that anymore. Well, Maysoon, um, I have been reading a book called Nonviolent Communication. Oh, yeah, good. God, I want to read that. Okay, everyone should read, read it. it. It's You're been reading? going around. I'm sure read. most people have read it. This time, I'm literally reading it with my own eyes. Wow. You're not even having someone read it for you. Nothing. I, it's just me. Good job. Completely filterless. My eyes scanning and comprehending the words. Okay, but anyhow, so the main gist of nonviolent communication is just that that we're kind of conditioned to always be looking for what's wrong, like when people are oh. talking to us, to okay. always be like fact checking and whatever. And oh. instead, nonviolent communication shifts it to hearing what people like the feelings that people are communicating in what oh. they're talking about. And nonviolent communication helps us come back to life back to a more natural way of living where the, our evaluations are on the basis of how needs are, are served. Are we meeting our needs and the needs of others rather than who is what? Are you, who's right, who's wrong, who's good and who's bad? No. Are our needs getting met? And if not, what can we do so that everyone's needs get met? That's the language of nonviolent communication. Our training is based on the assumption that the kind of beliefs and judgments that people have that lead them to dehumanize one another and to deny each other's rights, that language, we think, is a distortion of need language that people are trying to say is that our needs are in danger. Some of our needs are in danger. So we not only have to get one side to say clearly what's alive in them, what needs of yours are not getting met, then I have to get the other side to connect with that. And that's not easy, even if it's a simple message. So the empathy is the second party seeing this other person's humanness. And the way we see the humanness is by seeing the needs without these enemy images clouding that. It's not easy to do that. It requires full presence to what is alive in this other person. And if you come to conversations with that in mind, instead of like, oh, we're about to like show who's better than the other person or who's smarter, who knows more. It's really about sharing your soul and your spirit and being seen by another human being for the humanity that that you have. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I think that is really, I'm trying to shift also my, I'm right there with you, Maysoon, trying to... enhance the positivity good i'm into it or whatever positive positivity or like just more holistic approach to existence 
Yes. It's real. I think it's totally good. I, I'm into it. I, I feel like I feel like we might have some listeners who are gonna be like, but maybe not. We have some pretty whole, wholesome listeners. Nah, they're all woo woo freaks Yay. out there sucking on crystals all night. <laughs> Uh, I love that. It's, you know, the description that you gave me actually reminded me of a family member and conversations that we try to have with them where they're kind of, instead of actually listening to what you're saying, they are kind of pulling out their phone and trying to prove, like, get the facts right. And it's really, really annoying. It's like, dude, the facts aren't actually what's important in this situation. Like, yeah, there's no legislation that's going to come out of a casual combo. Yeah, it's like that's and so it ends up like really impacting like the feeling of the conversation or the feeling of the evening. We're sort of like, oh, that was exhausting because this person just was constantly coming at us with like, oh, no, it wasn't that it was this. And then us having to be like, no, actually, it was this. And then someone has to fucking pull their phone out and do that bullshit, you know, where it's sort of like, this isn't even the point of the conversation. Like, that's not even what we're talking about. I'm all for that. Like, drop the kind of like, I need to be right feeling and just like, listen to the listen to the feelings. <laughs> this is feelings. great info I as people that. may be um, visiting loved oh, ones. Visiting family right now. Check out nonviolent communication, people. <laughs> I'm sure you can get an ebook out from the library of it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna need that. Although I won't be visiting my family, but I do have phone conversations with them all the time, so that's gonna be helpful. If anyone is thinks that that book is actually bad for some reason, please let oh, me yeah. know. Yeah, maybe it doesn't acknowledge certain kinds of trauma or something, or who knows? It is kind of old. Yeah, from what I know. Even though this is your first book, the first book you've read in quite a while. This is the first book You're I've still ever read. Incredibly intelligent, and you will be able thank to read so through much. the garbage. God, thank you, Maysoon. <laughs> okay, what else have we got? Um, okay, so you were saying like uh, listen, like, exposing your soul and listening to their soul and their feelings and stuff, and I was like, yes. that scares the fuck out of me. Oh no, and it does because well. This is another, this is another, um, (laughs) in this club that I'm part of, we've been, there've been like, there've been some conflicts between like, you know, um, different, uh, subcommittees in the club and, um, we're like the, the sort of the person who's currently kind of like leading or heading the, the club is trying to like bring us all together to be like, you know, friends and like, let's get along. And there's like, there's some there's like a small faction of us or a, fa- a group of us that's sort of like uh we're not quite ready like i don't know if i want to expose like my inner self to these people who have been who've like caused harm in some ways you know like in the club uh-huh. um and so that's like that made me think of that as like oh i'm scared like i don't want to i don't want i'm scared to like expose my soul to some people like not you know i don't know if that's for everyone right that's kind of like my own personal it's your own hey, personal if you've choice. been burned before, it's hard to be vulnerable with people. Yes, but it is okay, I think, to sort of like check every situation and be like, maybe this is an okay time to try. Maybe this time is not the time to try. You know, like to sort of like always check in with yourself in every moment where you have those questions. You know, the clubs that I'm part of, they can be kind of tricky. <laughs> yeah, you really, uh, you really got a lot of people in your club. <laughs> Okay, Mason. I do love I think tennis, gotta, though. Okay. I mean, I never want to leave the tennis club. It's just so fun, but it's just a tricky one sometimes. I can't imagine you playing tennis. You can't? Hell no. Why? Have you ever? I'm actually quite athletic. No, I know you're athletic, but oh, that's not the sport I would put tennis. you in. Basketball? Basketball, for Basketball sure. Basketball is super fun. 
uh-oh, Maysoon, we recently cleaned the apartment and now Whoa. I can't find my bird book. Oh, shit. <gasps> okay, just talk about one more thing real quick. I'm going to recommend a new snack for our listeners. If you're in the studio working, you know, working all the hours, or if you're just at home wishing you were at the studio, I've got a new snack for you. In fact, it's not very new, but it's new to me new. <laughs> Lesser evil. Simple acts, clean snacks. I can't find my bird book, so let's just do a little quick look at the wild turkey. In uh, accordance with our turkey competition and not with any American governmental um, genocidal holidays. Yes. So the California turkey. Did you know there's its own turkey? Meligris californica. Okay. Is the Latin name. Oh, no, Maysoon, it's extinct. <gasps> oh, fucking California with his extinct animals. God damn Oh, it. my goodness. It was indigenous to the Pleistocene and early Holocene oh, eras in wow. California. It's been estimated that the Californian turkey went, in, it went extinct about 10,000 years ago. Oh, wow, Jesus. Wow, this is an ancient-ass fucking turkey. Do they have a picture that of it? That does overlap with humanity, though. They have a rendering of it and a skeleton of it. Oh, cool. I love skeletons. Fossil evidence indicates that the Californian turkey was stockier than the wild turkey of the eastern United States with a shorter, wider beak, but was largely similar otherwise. It's a very common fossil in the La Brea tar pits. Oh, wow. Wow. Shorter, shorter, wider beak. Is that what the difference between current turkeys? That's right. That's right. Wow, maybe that's why tur- I was going to ask you if you know why turkeys are aggressive. And like in general, they seem to be known as like a, an aggressive animal, even without their babies around. I think most birds and would maybe be it's more because aggressive they're if extinct. they were bigger. <laughs> maybe it's because they're like. Oh, yeah, they knew. They were like, we lost one 10,000 years yeah. ago. They're like, we're not letting you fuck with us this time. It's not happening okay? again. You know what? Good on you, turkeys. I respect that. Fuck humans. We have nothing but respect for the turkeys, and we'll be respecting the turkeys from the bridge. To the other bridge. To the island in between. This has been Congratulations, Congratulations Pine Tree. Tree. That's going to be a weird one.